0: Andrews Daily 5. 5. Hey, I'm Andrew. Join Dave and me as we count down our favorite Jack White songs of all time. Let's rock and roll. roll. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new series with Dave. How you doing today, Dave? Doing really good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Dave and I have been friends for, what, about three years now? We met through uh, through my brother uh, in fantasy baseball. Um, Dave is a avid Dodgers fan. Yeah. Uh, a little bit heartbroken right now. I guess you probably don't want to talk about that, though. Yeah, still still raw, <laughs> still, still hurting. Yep. Um, we're recording this in October, not exactly sure when it will air, but the Dodgers were just ousted, uh, in the playoffs. Uh, anyway, so Dave, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your musical interests, background and all that. And then we'll talk a little bit about what we're going to do together here. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm
1: Dave. I live in Utah. Um, been there most of my life was actually born in California. That's the, uh, the Dodger love he's kind of calling out there. That's, you know, my, my youth and my family there. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I grew up in a in a musical household. Um, for the most part, my dad listened to a lot of music. He played music. He actually um, started a, a cover band with his friends when he was like in his forties. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, it's kind of where that comes from. The 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 only thing I'll call it like I wasn't in a a nurture your own musical identity household. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> That will obviously affect you know some of my opinions and what happens there. I grew up in a household with I mean it was pretty much Beatles, Clapton, James Taylor like on loop. That was that was what came from my dad. Yep. In fact, when I when I talk about my dad's favorite bands, it's like it, it's it's Beatles, McCarthy uh, you know McCartney, then then uh, then I think George Harrison. Then John Lennon, like his top five bands would be the Beatles and then each of their solo efforts and then, you know, maybe Clapton after that. So, um, so, yeah, for the most part, that's, uh, you know, my mom let us listen to what we wanted. And uh, so I I mainly rebelled and got into hip hop as a kid and uh, have starting in my 20s really just dove into rock music and and getting to listen to all that stuff I missed
0: out on in the 90s by by, uh, not broadening my listening. So, yeah. Nice. You still listen to quite a bit of hip hop, but you just expanded to now to rock and alternative and all that. Yep, absolutely. Cool. So, if you were to kind of pinpoint your top five artists, like, would I mean, we're going to talk about Jack White. We'll talk about him in just a little bit, but I mean, would Jack White be in your top five or the Beatles or mostly hip hop or? Yeah. I mean, I know mean, it's tough to pin be, down. So. Yeah, I think I think he'd be close. You know,
1: the the White Stripes. Uh, you know, specifically. Um, Maybe they wouldn't fall into it, uh, but they'd, they'd probably be really pushing top ten, if not top five. Um, but um, for the most part, a lot of the hip hop has slid out just because there's so much, so much rock out there. And um, you know, Beatles absolutely in there. The, the Beach Boys or something I didn't appreciate until I was a, a bit older and learned more about them. So they're in there. You know, always Nirvana. I like I like um, getting into some punk and grunge, and so it's. Uh, I'd say it's pretty. Uh, Pretty all over the place. There's a few bands I don't quite get into, which which is uh, you know uh, upset maybe maybe Andrew and some of our other friends <laughs> as I maybe down talk
0: a, a Pink Floyd or a uh, or a Grateful Dead or something. But uh, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, no, no, we're all entitled to our own opinions. Yeah, Dave and I have also been a part of many, many chats about music. So we uh, we have a bunch of uh, friends in this fantasy baseball league that love music, and so we've done a lot of things over the years just for fun, and so I think that's what you're alluding to there. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. Well, Jack White is, is an artist that we both really like, and so what we thought we'd do with this is we would just count down our favorite Jack White songs. So we've got a list here that we've curated here. We basically took turns picking... Um, songs, So we're going to go back and forth. and my And you can talk a little bit about how your process was. But my process when we started this thing is I listened to all of his discography. So 17 albums. I listened to all 17 albums twice, picking out kind of my favorites as I was listening through. And then I listened. That was about 80 songs that I picked out. And then I listened to those multiple times to kind of get a rough order. And then once I had my list, then we started picking back and forth. Is that kind of the same thing you did to get this list? Yeah, absolutely. I, I went in and went into my Spotify and looked up everything that was that had Jack
1: White name or White Stripes or Dead Weather or the Rocking Tours. Uh, which, hey, by the way, correct me here: is it Rocking or Rocking What do you uh, What do you go there? Uh, I say Raconteurs, but Tours, okay, but cool. not exactly sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, hopefully, no one gets too upset if we're saying it wrong. Um, right. Went through, yeah, dumped everything into a playlist and just started going through them one at a time and just did my best to to whittle things down. I think I had. 150 that I was trying to, you know, come up with my top 50 or so, okay. and uh, and then yeah, hit hit the web too. I, I uh, have looked for anything that wasn't on Spotify as well that maybe was, uh, you know, live recordings or covers that didn't get, get recorded in some way, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you had some deep cuts, some songs that I wasn't familiar with, so I'm excited. Uh, this list is, is a lot of fun. We've been uh, working on it now, and now we're ready to go. So we're going to talk a little bit about Uh, We're going to do five songs a day, basically. So today you'll get 75 through 71. So again, our top top 75 Jack White songs are on the board. Real quick, though, we each took turns picking an intro song. So today's intro song is Weep Themselves to Sleep. This is from solo Jack White from his Blunderbuss album 2012. I really like the piano licks throughout the song. I just think it's really, really cool. And in the, in the outro, I'll play the guitar solo that's near the end. It's also one of my favorite parts of the song. So uh, that was kind of on the border. And when we got through our 75, we kind of used the, the songs that were left over to pick these intro songs. So why don't you start us off, Dave? You got number 75. All right. Yeah. Number 75. So, uh, in 2016,
1: Jack White covered, uh, Stevie wonder's 1973 classic, you are the sunshine of my life. Uh, he put that together actually on the, the Muppet show. It was, uh, helping, <laughs> helping Kermit woo, uh, Miss piggy was the idea there, but, um, <laughs> nice. he absolutely. F- found the song. Um, absolutely loved his rendition of it. Um, he stayed pretty true to the original, but still has that Jack White flavor. Um, some some great. Uh, I went through actually watched the episode of the Muppets so I could get the context and kind of get all that <laughs> together. So there's some good moments. You know, hey, I suggest watching it as a as a Jack White fan or a Muppets fan for that matter and kind of see his back and forth with with Kermit and uh, see his his version of this. But yeah, it was a uh, they released it as a as a single with an A side and a B side. Uh, I think we're listening to the A side and the the B side actually has the
0: Muppets singing in on the on the chorus. So it's pretty interesting. I'll need to check that out. I love the Muppets so this is a this is a great mashup here. All right, well let's take a listen to You Are the Sunshine of My Life by Jack White and the Electric Mayhem. That's why I'll always be right. Well, yeah, I love how he does that thing that's a little different at the at the beginning, in the middle, where he kind of has its own little melody to it. But he stays otherwise true to the song and does a fantastic job. It's hard to cover Stevie Wonder and sound good, but he did it good. Yeah, that was the exact same thoughts I had when I saw he covered it. I kind of
1: braced a little bit for, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. How do you, how do you cover Stevie Wonder? How do you try to improve on that? And I, yeah, just love how he, he kind of bounced back and forth between I mean, what's jack white
0: feeling and then right just stay right there with what stevie would do so yeah it's great well i'm gonna have to check out that episode because uh i'd love to see him uh go back and forth with kermit uh he's got an interesting personality so i think he he would fit well with kermit um okay moving on to number 74 is my song which is wayfaring stranger and this is from the cold mountain soundtrack from 2003 this is also solo jack white now T-Bone Burnett, he produced this acclaimed soundtrack which consisted of Appalachian, Roots music, and old time music. So if you've seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou, this soundtrack is very, very similar to that. When T-Bone Burnett went looking for a young musician who understood the music for the soundtrack, the person he came up with was Jack White, who has a deep interest in blues and bluegrass music. And the story is that Burnett and White met, and then they talked about music, and then they listened to artists such as Sunhouse, Blind Willie Johnson, Jimmy Rogers, and Doc Boggs, and then they kind of collaborated to figure out this soundtrack. White performed five songs for the soundtrack, including writing two of his own songs and then but my favorite was this song which is actually uh, just a traditional song Wayfaring Stranger and I just really love the uh, the feel so let's take a listen to Wayfaring Stranger
1: that's a, that was a great pick. That was one that I, I didn't have on my radar. Um, I don't know if it slipped by me on that, on that massive <laughs> list of songs I had, but yeah, it, uh, uh, great song, great track, really, uh, you know, really soulful, that kind of blue, that bluegrass feel to it. And, um, uh, just a, just a great song that I think, uh, I'm going to have to check out that movie really to kind of get that feel, you know, how does, how does it fit in there? Cause it, uh, just by the name and what I know of that, it, looks uh, to be really kind of an apt song and and a really great performance
0: yeah and uh, the other songs on the soundtrack are all great so if you are a fan of the Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack definitely check out the Cold Mountain soundtrack I was actually um, looking into some Emmylou Harris recently and found that she did a version of this, this may be the best known version I don't know but it's from 1980 and it was really really good too it's just a very pleasant song and I really liked her version as well Um, so anyway yeah cool all right yeah so next up number 73 uh, i cut like a
1: buffalo by the dead weather this was uh actually off the 2009 album whorehound and it was it was the only one uh that that jack white you know wrote in, and and uh, sang solo so that was um uh you know not not to do too many spoilers here but i think that's part of why this song made my list it you know very jack white feel compared to some of the other stuff by the dead weather um but it's, I think it's also cool. I, uh, uh, my son's a, my son's a drummer, so I know the difficulty that comes with you know drumming and singing. So the fact that he's uh, you know he he plays the drums on this and 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 sings, I think, is uh, kind of shows some a lot of his musical talent as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the, the funny thing was, I spent a lot of time trying. To, Jack White in general is a is a Fairly, I don't know. Private person is the way to discuss it, but he doesn't necessarily like to just straight up tell you things about his music. <laughs> and I spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out what this song was about, looking at the lyrics and going online, and uh, even some of the quotes I found. I found from him were things like, uh, "You know, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't know whether to cry or laugh out loud when I think about it. Just feels like I'm being the most truthful I've ever been with myself." Um, <laughs> I'm just obsessed with the song, but I'm scared to listen to it at the same time that absolutely skirted around the question of <laughs> what right. is the song about. <laughs> he did not he did not dive in, but you know even even with that said, I think um, you know this is, this is one I've heard I've heard live and uh, you know on, on the album, and uh, just a really catchy song with, with great um, you know great guitar and, and just
0: a really great track. Cool. here it is, I cut like a buffalo. So, um, you know, you kind of mentioned how there's probably not going to be much dead weather on this countdown. I think I may have one song by them. Um, To me, the dead weather, it's a cool concept. You know, he's a drummer in it. He doesn't sing much. This was also a song that was on my radar. I really like this song. But um, I I just, I like Jack White because of his singing and his, his... you know, whatever. And so that's why I didn't really gravitate to the dead weather when I was listening through all 17. I think I had like maybe three or four tracks that I was considering. This is definitely one of them. I love this song. I think he does a great job. It's very Jack White. Um, the uh, Most of the rest of the songs are that, that chick singing, which is not, she's not bad in any way. She's just not Jack White. So cool. All right. Any further discussion on I Cut Like a Buffalo? No, I think I'm good. Excellent. All right. We're going to move on then to number 72, which is my song, A Tree on Fire from Within. This is also Jack White's solo. This is from his most recent album, Entering Heaven Alive, which was released um, in, uh, I think, July of 22. So in April, he released a rock album, Called fear of the dawn we're gonna hear a song off that pretty soon here Uh, and then three months later he released a folk album so this album is very you know it's not quite as folksy as the cold mountain soundtrack that you just heard but it's very mellow it's a lot more acoustic Uh, this is the seventh track off of that album so Jack wrote the song and then also he performed all of the instruments on this song and then the thing that I really liked about this song is the bass part it just was just awesome the way that the bass is moving all around I like the lyrical construction with each stanza ending with the song's title. So for instance, he says near the end, and violet roses give such a scent and it doesn't matter how long it's been, even a dead rose is a good rose. You only have to see one to know like a tree on fire from within. So kind of as you were talking about in your last song, a lot of times the lyrics feel difficult to interpret, um, but I feel like he knows what he's saying and I like the way his lyrics are constructed. Um, Anyway, yeah, let's take a listen. Here is a tree on fire from within.
1: Those, again, you're going to see kind of uh, uh, one of the things you'll notice as we go through this list. There was a there was a lot of times that uh, you know, Andrew and I had had mismatches on our list, and and this is another one just missed my radar. It was something I've listened to more probably in preparing for this episode than than I had previously. And um, yeah, the it's just such a, the, the interesting way to still sound very Jack White and still still give that sound while not just. You know, going ham on the guitar like he normally would be you know that that, right. that g- great piano through the track absolutely right you know with that that folksy sound i think that um you know that one uh, it just hits so well as a as a as a jack white song and coming off of that album um, just a great pick
0: yeah yeah i really like it all right last one for the day what you got all right, number 71,
1: uh, I took What's the Trick by Jack White off his uh, Fear of the Dawn album, which Andrew just mentioned. Um, I think that in, in kind of doing some research and understanding this, I mentioned in, in my intro that I listened to a lot of rap uh, growing up, a lot of hip hop, and um, from... You don't get a lot of that from Jack White. Right. But as I was listening to this song more and more and doing some research, it kind of makes sense why maybe this one uh, you know made my list and it's a song that I really gravitated towards. And I think this is one actually that, you know, if, if we were recording this in three or four months and I was preparing, this is probably one of the songs that would climb up my list more and more. I just love it more every time I listen to it. Um, you know, the, the the what I found about the album or th- this song specifically, it was a surprise release the day before the album released. So it, it didn't come out as like that official single for like the build. It was right before they released the song, they did the music video, he did the rounds and all the talk shows. Um, and yeah, just mainly I love that that riff, the guitar sound throughout. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: that's, that's what we're going to hear. Cool. What's the trick?
1: Quit bolting your
0: food. Don't be rude. Plus one and minus one equals zero That's a defeatist attitude I'm sick of this Dead to the world, but Not to you, but I'm dead to the world, but Not to you I think the right word is filthy. He just the, the guitar is just filthy in that song. <laughs> He's just, the tone is so good. I I love this track as well. Um, this is was definitely on my list, and it's a phenomenal. This whole album is phenomenal. So you, you're gonna get a lot of Fear of the Dawn for me because I I really found this album to be top notch and uh, just a great pick. Yeah, I love it. The the
1: It feels to me, it's, I mean, I I don't ever expect Jack to to be doing much, much ripping, ripping off of anyone, right? But like, that's him almost coming through with like his Tom Morello impersonation on that track. I mean, yeah, just filthy is the absolute right word to use. (laughs) Um, And I think you'll kind of see that in a lot of my picks is, is a lot of the time I'm not, I'm not looking for the the clean guitar tracks. I'm like, Hey, how filthy can it get? I want it to, I want feedback. I want, I want, you know, reverb. I want echo. I want it to really just come through
0: and, uh, That's a That track shows it, absolutely. Awesome. Well, this is a good start. The interesting thing about today's episode is there was not a single White Stripes song. So we'll see if you get one tomorrow. We're coming back tomorrow with episode two of the next five songs. Dave, thanks for joining us and I look forward to the next episode. Yeah, thanks for having me, a lot of fun. All right, talk to you later.